Hi, I'm Andy Ely, I'm Senior Funeral Director for G-Seller Independent Funeral Directors and we've been serving bereaved families since 1910. I'm sure you're well aware there's lots of different misconceptions, myths and taboos around the funeral profession and what happens behind the scenes. So we decided to put together a series of podcasts to try and dispel some of those myths and answer any questions that you've got. So please do like, share and subscribe. Um, send those questions, send them to liftingthelid at gseller.co.uk and we will do our absolute best to answer them for you. It genuinely is our family caring for your family. Now this is a slightly different episode. We're going to answer some of the questions. I've got some cards here um, and they've got different questions on. And I'm going to pass over to my colleagues and co-hosts. So Joe, Amy and Tracy will be answering the questions that you've put forward to us. Thank you. Thank you very much, Andy. And here are the aforementioned cards. So we're going to go through these now and, and answer your question. So, Tracy, if you'd like to take a card. Yeah, I'll take Any card for the top card. <laughs> the top one, OK. Uh, so what is your self-care from being in high emotional roles? How do we shut off or wind down? See, I never, ever thought about that until um, Alison joined the team. And so Alison's yeah. one of our obviously bereavement counsellors works alongside you and I never considered self-care what I do what that what that coping mechanism was um until she started questioning me and probing me on what I do why I do things how I do things yeah. and my self-care um is I leave work and I call my mum every night so every night I call I divulge my day the good the bad the ugly and everything in between and I had to realise how much I was offloading yeah and then I'd close the door walking home and then I'm, and then I'm mum, mum and yeah. mum and wife, and I hadn't realised how much self care that that helped me wow. to wind down and, and lose parts of my day to yeah. then carry on. But, but that is the thing, like, because from Alison and myself as counsellors, we have to have like it's called clinical supervision, and that's like our offloading of all the stuff that we hear and all the trauma we yeah. hear about. We have to have that, but most of the professions don't. Yeah, and so. There's that side of it that we, you know, she would have said that to you. It's like, like yeah, that's, what, what you actually yeah, doing? What are you, what are you doing? actually doing? Because <laughs> I, I mean, I was very aware of that. That you know, you you hear a lot. You deal with a lot of emotional people yeah. in your mm. roles, and you you don't get the support in the same sense that we get, and we have to have. Yeah, it's this true. is no. a, this is going to make me sound really basic now, <laughs> there, um, and really bad. This is good <laughs> because I I never phone my mum, which I'm really sorry, mum. I know. <laughs> But uh, I don't know, I just sort of get on with things. Um, so I suppose I, I like to go for a run. I find that as a good coping mechanism because it sort of resets my brain yeah. uh, for the day. Uh, but generally I'll go home and you know, interact with my daughter and, and wife and just enjoy their company. And uh, I'm, I've, I've always been very good at sort of boxing off what happens at work and keeping that very yeah. separate. I don't <laughs> talk about work, particularly at home, an awful lot. Um, you know, yeah. with anybody really. You know, I, I, I sort of have that part of my life and then my personal life um, and by keeping those separate I think that is my coping mechanism for it yeah um, and everybody's is different in that sense yeah. as well I mean because I spend a lot of my life sitting down in a room with one other person yeah and, and all that my antidote to that in personal life is very much more energetic so like you know eight ten mile walks up yeah. Croft Hill <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know like I do a lot of yoga 
and that kind yeah. of stuff like exercise and energetic things mm. yeah um because everything is done is very sedentary in terms of sitting still and yeah still. i mean i certainly look at croft hill and think no way there we go that's self-care okay. yeah. yep next question how do our partners feel about us working in the funeral profession? <laughs> Depends. <laughs> when I'm um, when I'm, I'm called out uh, to look after someone at three a.m. in the morning, I wake her up, and when I'm leaving the house, I trip over. Trying something. to get ready in the dark. I, yeah, I trip over something that Clara's left, who's my daughter, on the landing, and I wake both Clara up and my wife. Um, then, and then leave them crying, and <laughs> yeah, and then I just disappear for a couple of hours, and actually, not not so good. Um, but no, I think it's important that actually your partner, husband, wife, you know, that they are supportive of it because it's a it's a vacation that takes you out of home quite often, um, you know, at unexpected times. Um, you know, and, and the team know your partner, don't they? And, yeah, you know, yeah, and we all we yeah. all we all know each other's partners to to some degree, and the, yeah. the pop into work, don't they? Occasionally, yeah. so we get all get so they get to feel the atmosphere, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, and be and being and around what what we are doing to have a yeah. to have an understanding. Mm. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> well, with being a counsellor for years and years, Paul's really used to the fact that I don't talk about what I do. So. Um, well, I mean, I will well, say because yeah, it's confidentiality, so he will never press me for anything. I mean, he was quite interested when I first started working with Gisela because it's yeah. like just more from the funeral profession yeah. and what's going on in there, yeah. but he's lost interest now, so he's not really bothered. So yeah. he's just kind of used to it the way that it is. So, and then I guess my take on that's completely different in yeah, the fact that myself and Joseph are in the business. Mm. So home life, work life, free time is work. <laughs> Yours is much always... more encompassing, isn't it, I guess? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and we're trying to get better at doing the whole... Now that we've got two children, we're trying to get better at home life, work life, yeah. and trying to have time where we're dedicated to our children in a period of time before bed or, you know, dinner mm. time. And then, but it's like you say, it's a vocation. It's not a job. So, um, yeah, I always say if... I wasn't in the profession alongside him, then I don't think I'd understand the intensity no. that comes along with it. I don't think I'd understand the things that we have to forgo, family time, quality time for other families, because um, the way that we see things, it's the matter of that someone doesn't get to see their loved one again, do they? So, whereas we're still privileged at the moment to spend time with our loved ones. So have you had to... that thing where you're just getting bedtime sorted and everything is really quiet and it's like really peaceful and it's like, okay, good night, good and then my phone rings really loud. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus, no, not right now. <laughs> and the whole thing yeah. is ruined. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like I said earlier, I disappear and my wife is sort of now. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, people got very different. Yeah, different. Just yeah, different partners friends. are really different. Yeah, aren't yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, I will say, because um, you will listen, how you're very supportive for everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I very much appreciate Love that. that. <laughs> Um, all right, next go. Yeah. Um, so, does being around death change your feeling towards it? <clears throat> um, well, I mean, I started working in bereavement support care about 10 years ago now. And at the time, it all felt like everywhere I turned, there was just death. And it, it felt mm. really kind of overwhelming to start off with. But now, the most thing that it is for me is that I just feel really appreciative of my own life and determined to kind of 
make the most of, of, my, of what I've got and, and live my life. So, um, yeah, I definitely do think being around, mm. being around funerals and people's passing, it definitely ignites that. Mm. I definitely don't think I'm still, not, I'm still not okay with it. Like I don't like I don't want like I definitely don't want to die. No. I don't know how. Yeah, you know how you meet people and they say it's okay if it happens, it happens. Mm. I don't think I'm quite. I don't think I'm quite no, there. It's... I don't know whether it's an age thing. I don't know. Yeah. Not too sure, but I definitely still don't feel comfortable. Whilst I know the level of care that we provide and the team that we have and everything that's in place. Um, it's a very difficult yeah, question, isn't it? Because I guess it, it it's a very good question. It makes you feel, uh, makes me think that actually, um, despite that we are in this every single day, we probably don't talk about it perhaps enough in that sort of respect, does it? Because mm. I don't necessarily reread the questions I'm getting. Yeah, I don't really necessarily know how I feel towards it, other than as you said that mm. you know I do my very best as everyone does to try and avoid it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think. Like, I mean, I'm you know a fair bit older than you, Amy, and but I I'm now think about it more because I'm mm. like yeah. nearer to it. But that doesn't make me feel any better about, about it. Me but dying. Just, yeah, but, you know, it's like. But what I have, what I have done, I've made all the preparations. So like, I know I've like, the family know exactly what I want about my funeral yeah. and about everything else. So it's made me think more about that, definitely about having it right for me. Mm. Yeah. But, but yeah, I still don't like like the idea of it very much. Yeah. But, still a lot to live for. Hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so it's, a, it's a good question, is it? How do I feel towards death? Yeah. As long as still I'm a big there. question mark there. I don't think yeah. anyone's like, we're all still a bit like, mm. yeah. yeah, sorry, probably can't answer that any better than that, I'm afraid. Yeah. 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 Next question? Yeah, Are you going? Okay. All right. Glasses on. <laughs> okay. Is it scary working in a funeral home? Have you ever seen a ghost? Oh, God. <laughs> Good question. Do you know what? That, um, that ghost question does come up, I don't know, occasionally with families, doesn't it? And I feel like the, before we renovated our premises back in 2018, our team, especially the team that's been with us for several years, they'll all tell you that they've seen a ghost or they've felt something or they've seen something or the doorbell's gone except and that, no one's walked in. Except one person, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows that I'm the biggest sceptic of this sort of... I won't say rubbish, stuff. Yeah, um, yeah no. I've never I think you've got to believe in it. You've got to, first thing, isn't it? I think you've got to believe in yeah. it to be able yeah. to feel it or see yeah. it. I, 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 I've never seen a ghost. I definitely don't feel that energy in the funeral home. No. Or I, don't feel it, work. I don't feel it's, it at work at all. No. I have felt things outside of that in the yeah. past yeah so you're a believer in ghosts i am a believer yeah. so you need to keep your eyes peeled and then let us yeah. know let us know but on another I, episode if you ever see a ghost you sense anything and I, I don't sense anything anywhere around the buildings hmm. yeah no neither neither do i like, i'll no. go to work late at night sit in the office not phase not thinking oh you know is there a spirit is there a ghost am i am i with anyone like i'm you know i'm quite happy yeah, yeah. Um, but some of the team don't they? they say well the doorbell went and no one walked in yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the door just went there. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a, I feel that there's some sort of scientific explanation for, for anything on those sort of lines. Um, I've certainly yeah. never, and I've walked through the place in the dark before and, and whatever else, I've never particularly felt you know, a, a, a ghostly presence or anything there. Um, so... No. So, yeah, no ghosts at G-Sellers. Not at the minute, although we know what's happened. We know, not at G-Sellers. But, yeah. No. Oh, question. Okay, do you or who comes into contact with the deceased? 
So I guess that's more, yeah, I guess you can probably answer yeah, that more so directly. That's just a... Like who so, comes into contact with yeah, so, the deceased? I mean, I come into contact with the deceased. Um, I'm part of the, part of the call team, as we've, we've sort of said before, that, uh, you know, goes to look after people. Mm. Um, it's sort of limited around the place, you know, not just anybody, um, you know, gets to sort of interact, who's able to interact with deceased people around our place. Back of house operatives, of course, who look after dressing and, uh, you know, certainly the embalm around the place certainly does. Um, funeral directors will, because of course we're checking to make sure ID checks Please, and, and yeah. whatever else. But, yeah. but like someone like yourself wouldn't come no, into contact not with. Not at all. But it's an interesting question because although I don't come in physically into contact with them, yeah. when I'm working with their relatives, yeah. I do feel like I really get to know who they are. Hmm. Yeah. This is like from the other side of it. But yeah. I get to know the person yeah. before. So yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, no, it is limited, of course, isn't it? As we hmm. said there. Yeah. So, so yeah. And question, what do we find rewarding about our roles? Well, I think it's different. I think it's yeah. massive, massively different mm. for us all, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah. Um, for me, I, I like knowing that we fulfilled somebody's wishes to the highest standard and like with the ultimate care. And I find that rewarding, especially the areas that I look after, like memorials. Mm. We place a memorial on a grave and it's everything they've asked for and, and hopefully more. And it's like that lasting tribute and thinking that I've had an involvement in that mm. um, or in that person's life and in that person's journey, in that family's journey. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, I like supporting people and, and being on the journey, mm. on the journey with them. Yeah, it's a many sort of, it's many facets to the answer, isn't it? Because, um, you know, in, in the role of a, an embalmer, if I sort of embalm someone, uh, then... You know, it's very rewarding the fact that you sort of start with a almost a, a blank canvas in there, you know, um, and you, eventually by the time you finish, then that person looks, you know, a lot nicer and suitable yeah. for someone to come to the chapel of rest to come and see him. And then when you get their reaction that, oh, yeah, it looks just like my mum and my dad, you know, and, and, yeah, and they leave better having than what she did more, in positive, yeah, and, yeah. more positive experience, and that's incredibly rewarding. On the side of being a funeral director, and of course, in a very similar sort of way, you guide someone through one of the most difficult things that they do. Um, or that they're going to do, yeah. and they come out at the end of it, shake your hand and say, yep, yeah, you know, that was spot on, you know, that's exactly what we might would have wanted. Also very rewarding. But to the point where, you know, a long time ago when I spent a little bit of time in my water department, I painted a yellow rose on a memorial, it's up the top of Hinkley Cemetery, and every time I go past it, I was like, I, I painted that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still there, and actually it wasn't too bad. That yeah. tells yeah. you, Mum, I couldn't stay in the lines. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so no, it's, it's, it's rewarding in all sorts of different ways. Yeah, and yeah. Joe, you're on, you do that journey, don't you, with them through all of that? Mm. And then I'm a, I have a very different journey with their relatives then afterwards. And it is, I, they come to me when they are struggling and not able to cope with their grief so much. Yeah. And it's really I, the journey of going through all that with them. And when they start to get to the point where they're starting to grow their life around their grief again, and they say they're ready to end the counselling. That is the yeah. most rewarding thing for me because actually... You're giving them the tools yeah, giving to them the tools like... to actually go out and still enjoy their lives and live yeah. their lives without yeah. losing, you know, the love they've got for the person that's, that they've yeah. lost. So. Yeah, and without also becoming yeah. a sh staying a shell of themselves in exactly, that moment yeah. and that, that yeah. shell of that person yeah. carrying on. Yeah, yeah so that is that It's is the really sort of scenes everybody at the beginning when they're really struggling to see them go off and, mm. you know, as they're sort of coming and saying, oh, I've done this and I've done that. And it's, yeah. like, it's, not, it's really, you know, that's... that's like really uplifting, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. So I like that. Yeah, yeah that's very nice. I like that. 
Okay, right. Final question. Well, well, Let's go well. for the last one. Here we then. go. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. How do we cope with being a 24-7 business? Always. The thing is, though, I think people, yeah, people think that we're the only twenty-four hour business, aren't we? You know, yeah, but if we so. think of like the NHS and mm. and other professions, there's many professions that mm. run on a on a twenty-four hour business. And mm. I talk from our from my perspective in the fact that we, myself and Joseph, couldn't do it on our own without the team, and it takes all of us for that mm. for that to work. It comes with its pros and cons, doesn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. excess tiredness occasionally. Yeah. Um, but then it has it has the other highs of, of being able to be there when someone's in absolute, you know, despair. And, Turmoil, yeah. 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 Um, um, it's, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because 24-hour business, I, I know some people think that because of that... Um, <laughs> in the middle of the night, we're sat at... We're sat there <laughs> waiting, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, people say to me, you know, when I arrive at the house to look after someone, oh, you, you've been up all night, or you sit... Well, actually, no, you know, I, it's fine. But up until this, I was actually asleep. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and then, of course, we get up and we go. So we're not in the office 24, uh, you know, so necessarily we go home and the phones are put through to an out of hours, which is always someone within the business. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the call team will go and affect a, a conveyance. So, yeah, it's, um, it's I find it quite humorous sometimes, some of the questions that you get, you know, yeah. <laughs> when you arrive at house. Uh, just got you up. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if I do look a bit tired if I come to your house, I do apologise. <laughs> Might not be the wait too long. I mean, that, that side of it doesn't really affect affect mm. me. Yeah. Um, but I I am very aware of like the fact when whoever's been on call on that night and like you're still coming yeah. in and doing your job in the day as well, yeah. and it's like so I, I appreciate mm. that it can be probably tough at times with all yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. We still look great, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> I try. It takes a lot of makeup to get me to look like this. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, good questions. So, yeah. Excited so. to see what next questions come through from, yeah. from people. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for your questions. Keep uh, keep piling them in and we'll do this again. Uh, but we'll hand you over back to Andy now, um, who will uh, do our outro for us. Thank you. Thank you, Joe, and thank you to Tracy and Amy as well. I think that was a great insight into the, uh, the daily lives of the funeral professionals there. Hopefully, we've answered those questions as well. So carry on. Please send more in. Um, as many questions we can get, the better, really. Sending to liftingthelid at gseller.co.uk, and we will do our absolute best to answer them for you. Please like, share, and subscribe as well. And, um, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>